Welcome to the Gov Innovator Podcast. I'm Andy Feldman. Our focus today is lessons from the Ohio Department of Education in helping school districts to use evidence-based approaches to improving student outcomes. Our guest is Dr. Heather Boughton, formerly of the Ohio Department of Education, and now at Results for America. Here's a clip. What I think we ought to do instead is really think about research and evidence use as a starting point. This is one piece of information that you have about how you might be able to meet uh, your students' needs or your staff needs. And that, uh, that piece of evidence is a really great starting point. And it will help generate conversation about the next right move. And it gives us some direction that we can build on. Ohio's Department of Education is one of the leading state agencies in the U.S. in terms of its focus on helping and encouraging school leaders to use evidence-based educational strategies and supports. For the past almost four years, Dr. Heather Boughton helped lead those efforts. She's the former director of the Office of Research, Evaluation, and Advanced Analytics within the department. She served in the department for almost 13 years before starting a new role last month as Director of Education Policy Implementation at Results for America. Heather, welcome. Thank you so much, Andy. It's great to be here with you. So Heather, I know you're going to share with us three pieces of advice from your experience at Ohio's Department of Education. But first, provide us some context, if you would. The office you used to lead, the Office of Research, Evaluation, and Advanced Analytics, tell us how you describe its mission. It's a great question. I love talking about this office. I felt it was a great privilege to lead the Office of Research, Evaluation, and Advanced Analytics at the department for several years. Uh, we were a small office. This summer, we added our third team member, much to our delight. And we are housed within the Center for Performance and Impact at the department. And that center is really responsible for a lot of the data work that happens in the agency. But our role as a research office was really to support all of the centers in the agency and all of our staff and thinking through the questions that they have about the work that they were doing, how they could improve that work, and the impact that they were having on students in Ohio. And we provided that support in a couple of different ways. Um, first, we would help them sort of think through what those questions are. Um, and then once we had a better handle on what the questions were, what their needs were, we could help connect them to resources that would help address those needs. And sometimes those resources were internal. So we might have some internal analyses that we could provide, help connect them to new data or um, data that we've had for a long time, but that we wanted to look at in a different way. Sometimes the resources that we could connect them to were external resources. And so a big part of our role was to maintain uh, relationships with external research partners and help connect them to our internal teams so that they could bring their knowledge and skill set to bear on the critical questions that department staff have about the work that we're doing in Ohio. Uh, the other part of our role involved supporting our districts. You know, the, the State Department of Education is sort of always saying to districts, we want you to use data. We really encourage you to use data in the work that you're doing. But we recognize that that's a lot easier said than done. And um, a lot of our districts need additional support and resources in order to do that well. And I can give you one example of work that the research office isn't doing, but is um, being led by our Center Performance and Impact which was to support a network of regional data leads in Ohio. These are about 100 people who work across the state 
and they work closely with the districts to help bring that added um, data analysis capacity uh, to districts so that they can use data in policymaking. Uh, so that's one example of how we would support them. We also led a lot of the work around developing resources for using evidence-based strategies in Ohio. Thanks for sharing that context with us, Heather. That's really useful. I know you have three pieces of advice drawing on your experience in Ohio to share. One of them is to use evidence to create a cycle of continuous improvement. Tell us about that, if you would. Certainly. This was something we tried to stress on a regular basis, that um, it's not enough to just sort of go out and find something that is an evidence-based strategy and, uh, and apply it and assume that it is going to meet your own needs. Um, rather, we really want to center the use of evidence-based strategies on the cycle of continuous improvement, which means we need to pay close attention to the way we carry out our needs assessments. Um, and on the flip side, once we've selected an evidence-based strategy, uh, it may have worked in many other areas already for other educators that doesn't guarantee success in our own context for a variety of reasons. And so it's really important to plan um, to look at the impact of that strategy in your own setting and ask the question, is this having the effect that we intended? And if not, then why? And it may be that you can make some small tweaks to the work that you're doing uh, and find greater success. I think that's such a valuable point. Heather, a second piece of advice that I know you have is that using evidence can be messy. Tell us about that, please. Certainly. I think when we embrace an evidence-based mindset, we, we need to accept that it, it might be messy and it may not be a clear path um, from A to Z when we start to look at data and look at evidence. Um, sometimes we want to believe that if we carry out a data analysis that's tied to one of our critical questions, the answer will tell us exactly what decision we need to make about a policy change or a program that we might want to adopt. And often that's not the case um, because there's a lot of contextual variables that need to come into play. Um, there's just not always a clear right answer. So rather than assume we're going to have that right answer, what I think we ought to do instead is really think about research and evidence use as a starting point. This is one piece of information that you have about how you might be able to meet uh, your students' needs or your staff needs. And that, uh, that piece of evidence is a really great starting point. And it will help generate conversation about the next right move. And it gives us some direction that we can build on. For sure. Heather, your third piece of advice is to see evidence efforts as a team building effort. Yes, um, using evidence is best done when you're working with a team. And I mean this in two different ways. First, if you yourself at the state level or perhaps at a district level are looking at data and trying to interpret it and trying to understand what the best next steps are, the people around you, your teachers, your students, your families are going to bring uh, a lens to understanding that data that you might not have on your own. Um, and so I think it's really important to get your team's input on how to interpret data and importantly, how to respond to that data, how to perhaps start with an evidence-based strategy that may help you meet that need. Um, and then talk with your teachers, talk with your families and your students and understand how 
to implement that strategy in a way that is going to be attentive to their needs, their context, and, and their goals. The second way I think it's important to think about evidence being a group effort, you know, I already started to allude to this um, before. It's really important to understand the context within which we're, we're seeing patterns in data and the context in which we're implementing uh, strategies for addressing our needs. It's really critical to work closely with our communities, our students, our families to understand their perspective on what's happening, what's leading to the patterns we're seeing in the data, how certain strategies may impact their families, their communities in different ways, um, because it's really not always a, a straight answer on what the solution is. But when we work with the people that we're serving, we're much more likely to come up with a solution that is going to be successful and really meet their needs. So Heather, thank you for those useful pieces of advice. I want to ask you one more question, which is if there are podcast listeners in other state education departments that want to build their analytical capacity, including helping districts to build and use evidence about what works, what's your advice for starting that process? Well, I really want to encourage other states to think about this because we are increasingly seeing greater emphasis placed on the use of evidence-based strategies and understanding um, the impact of the initiatives that we're leading at a state level or that we're encouraging districts to do. So I think the time is right to do this work. And if you're just getting started out, a few pieces of advice would be to um, look for your coalition of the willing and find the people who are already want to do this work with you and work with them to figure out how you can help them. And that's really uh, the mindset I would encourage research offices to embrace. Our role is not to create more work for our program staff at agencies. Our role is to understand their needs and figure out how research can help them do their work better, perhaps more efficiently, or um, increase their impact. The other thing I would add is that you're not alone. Um, there are other um, state agencies out there with research offices. And so you don't have to re recreate the wheel. You can um, work with these other um, state colleagues and, and we'll kind of help each other build up these resources. I know that Heather's work on these issues will not only continue, but is going to be focused on helping states around the country to take the next steps on evidence. So a big congrats, Heather, to you on your new role at Results for America. And thank you very much for sharing some of your experience and insights with us today. Thank you, Andy. 